Hey guys, it's Lisa. And this is Avery. And this is the gaze of our lives. And this week we have a very special guest. My girlfriend. Because it's Avery's birthday week. <laughs> and this episode we're calling L to the Q. Just for you. So, Allie, how are you today? Oh, I'm great. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So how long have you guys been dating? Let's just <laughs> like, jump into it. Four months. Four months. Three or four months. Three or four months. <laughs> yeah. So give me a little backstory. When did you come out? Um, I came out six months ago. Wow. So you're new to this. Mm, very new. Is he your first non-cis relationship? I think no. I said that right. Yeah, no, you nailed that. Okay. <laughs> that was like a perfect use morning. of sex. I'm morning. <laughs> Every something. week it shows. I, it really does. Well, I walk up to people at the bar now, and I'm like, what do you identify as? Yeah. Never in my life You're have I better. ever thought I would do that I in the know. first place. I know. gotten so. way better. Anyways, back to you. <laughs> no. I, I dated a couple of women during the summer. Did you? But he's like my first trans, trans man. <laughs> So you weren't looking for a trans man when no. you found him, were you? No, I actually thought because we met on Bumble, and on there you can like you have to put you have to identify if you're male or female, and I thought he was just a guy who accidentally put female, and that's why when I said I was searching a female searching for other females, and that's like I thought he was this guy who accidentally put that he was female, and I was like, oh my god, he's so cute. I'm like, I'm not to explain to everybody that I'm <laughs> going back to men. <laughs> But, and then he told me he was trans, like, early on in the conversation. So, was that something that was different or odd for you to accept? I mean, because me being the age that I am and the era that I came out in, if it would be weird for me to be dated trans because I've only dated women all my life. No, because... I mean, I didn't really know what being trans was. And then once he told me, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to do some research. So I did my research and was looking up things that I would need to know. And then we just kept talking. And it was never really an issue because it was... Hearts, not parts. Yeah. And like... so gay. I know. (laughs) So So is this episode and every other one. I mean, come on. I thought that's what this was about, no, being right. gay. No, I know. We, I should be more supportive. <laughs> <laughs> so, who are you? You were engaged to a man once before, weren't you? Yeah, six months ago. Six months ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was, a little, uh, it was like seven, eight months ago. And, well, and, and just from, like, the talks we've had about it, it's like it's, um, it's something that, like, because that's definitely what you first told me. I'm like, so that's, like, something that's. Because I think most people in the gay community, you hear a girl was just out of a relationship uh, with a straight man. You're like, are you, like, testing the waters? Yeah. And, like, you know, you get that kind of, like... Curiosity. But is it's, this, like, the are you more, a cue? Well, exactly. questioning. Right. And then it's, like, the more you talk about, like, it and you realize, like, they're, like... Because I think it takes, like, knowing someone's, like, full feelings about something. And I think that, like, when you're in a relationship, that's easier. And I think that that's the only reason I'm not – I didn't go, like, oh, well, clearly I'm just, like, a part of the tide pool for you and you're having a great I time. Didn't, I didn't give off that vibe either because, for me, the relationship, it might have ended only seven, eight months ago. But, like, I knew that I wasn't straight. Two Did years you, ago, I so knew. So you knew you were gay, mm-hmm. you just didn't accept it 
were you born and no, raised I, in a small town or something? Oh, yes. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> oh, That's yes. what it is. <laughs> yes, Midwestern yes, brainwash. Yep, 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 there minus. it is. No, yeah, it was definitely because a small town. In 2018, I am still beyond my scope that people still don't come out when they realize it now. Because it's so much easier in today's society to be accepted. I think it's easier maybe in society, but I discovered the reason why I didn't come out. Maybe it's not what this is. Focus. No, keep going. (laughs) The reason why I didn't was because it wasn't healthy for me mentally. Like I mentally was not prepared in high school. I had so many when I was over the summer talking to different women and they're like, well, why I came out my freshman year of high school. Why didn't you come out any sooner? You're coming out late in life. And I'm just like, well, I know now my family would have supported me if I came out in high school, but like I was not mentally prepared. And I feel like that's a lot like that's another reason people don't come out is because it's mentally scary, scary and you have to get over it. And maybe you're not mentally strong enough to handle it. I wouldn't have been, I was not mentally strong enough to handle coming out in high school by any means. So six months ago, when was yours again, Avery? How long ago did you come out? Uh, Eight years. Eight years ago. About eight years now. And, 28 plus or something years ago the difference i would never have thought either one of your generations would ever be worried about coming out because of today's day and age compared to when i came out that's even just how i feel about the gap between her and i because like yeah even like because i'll even say even like eight years ago it was still like re like it wasn't crazy to be gay you know what i mean like that wasn't crazy abnormal i'm at trans like i you know we've talked about that before it's obviously a bit of a step forward but like That's why I thought her coming out gay would be, like, easy in this day and age. Well, that's what I'm saying, because I have, well, I was very... It's been easy now. Now that you moved to Indianapolis? No, it was easy when, because I lived in Fort Wayne three years by myself, and I just moved in with my sister, and, like, living with her and being able to talk through my emotions with somebody, because she didn't judge me from the beginning when I told her, like, at the time I didn't even come out yet, I was just, like, started talking to women, I didn't identify as anything, and she didn't... Like, I told her that. She never gave me any tip about it or so anything. So talking through it So talking through it with somebody, like, out. in a safe environment. Before, I lived by myself with my parents, and that was not a safe environment to go and talk to them about because I wasn't. You felt like it wasn't a safe environment, mm-hmm. but do you think it may have been? I mean, in actuality? If I would have been as mature when I was 16 as I am now, I think it would have. But because when you're a teenager and you're going through so many emotions, everything is heightened, Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. And I would have just started crying and I would have threw, like, I would have been so emotional. And now it was easy talking to them because I'm not emotional. I'm like, well, here, this, it, th- this is it. This is and what it is. Now. So what, if you like it or not, right? Yeah, but it's, yeah, no. Wow. But yeah, because, I mean, I came out at 16. My mm-hmm. freshman year of high school, but that was back in 98. Mm. 89. 89. Wow. 89. Yeah. And um, the Bush era. And. Um, mm-hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, right? We have to say it every time now. I, 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 I said it during the, the joke. I know. The bit. I know. That's what I'm saying now. You have yeah, to say it every it. time. I did it during the bit. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's. Most of my friends really got shunned by their parents and their friends and harassed. I have a friend, an ex, actually, who they vandalized her car at school. Mm-hmm. Me, I went to a small town that was very racist on the south side of Indianapolis, and not one person 
shunned me or anything. My mom, after she finally accepted it, she never shunned me, really. She loved me no matter what. She just didn't – that was her dream for her d- baby girl, you know, is to be with a woman. She always wanted the white picket fence and the husband and the kids. Mm. And that's what my parents raised me. I always thought I wanted that, too, because I didn't know any different, you know. I didn't know that gay existed. I didn't know what it meant. And that's why I think it should be so much easier for more people. That's what, in my head, it should be easier for you guys because everybody knows about but gay th- and everything now. But I think, you know, I think you're right, though. I think it depends on, like, where you're raised. I mean, her being from, like, a small town in yeah. Indiana, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, hell, because I mean, even being raised in Carmel, like I said, like, geez, like, I was only there 15 years ago, and even then it still wasn't, like, easy to come out as gay. But now, I, I like I said, even I was surprised. But then small town is small town, I think. And I my, grew oh, up. Sorry. And I grew up within the horse community. And that's, like, mm. even though that doesn't seem like a very judgmental community. Super. So Explain, super. because you're talking to city folk here. Okay, horse community, so what, you guys? I grew up in a little tiny town, and all we had to bring us together was 4-H and animals. And horse farms. shows every weekend. Literally, okay. her mom horse goes shows. to horse show every weekend. Yeah, and okay. that's all we had was horse shows. And the people, nobody... Everybody was straight. Nobody was gay. Nobody brought any family members that were gay. Like, nobody, it was just all, like, or very. just not talked about. Do you think they, they were? Maybe. Well, now, like, af- there's one other girl. There's me and another girl who, after they graduated, they came out. And now she goes, uh, she sometimes goes to horse shows. But it's just, like, a very judgmental community. And I had, like, friends, like, my longtime best friend of, like, eight years. We don't talk anymore because I came out. And she's part of that horse community, and we don't talk anymore just because she was raised. She was raised the same way I was, and she just she couldn't That's step horrible. back. And and in today's day and age, okay. So back when I came out, okay, I get that. In today's day and age, not accepting someone because they're gay. But it's also like we said last week, where you grow apart from people, and it either happens really fast well, or really do. slow. You do, and yeah. The, and it and it's uh, for one reason or another. And if that's the reason, I'm I just saying just, I think it's just a part of life, and I think that's a part of coming out. No, it is, but it just blows my mind that people still don't accept it. And I don't think she stopped being my friend because I was gay. Like I think that's just scary for people who grew up, like grow up in such a small town. Like that's hard for them to accept. And I think it was just hard for her. And we were already growing apart, and I think that was just, like, the but, icing on top. Yeah. Like, the cherry on top of the cake. Like, that's what that was. So. Well, you know, and it's sad that you lose friends when you come out sometimes. I mean, I didn't, and a lot of people don't in today's day and age especially, but it's I haven't sad. really lost anybody. That's the only that's good. person, but I think that I says a lot, really actually. If she's lost one person, I mean, I think I lost right? half of my friends when I came out. Yeah. I mean, you know. I was very blessed. I'm still friends with him today. I mean, my mom even said, you're very lucky. Your friends are so good. And I'm like, yeah. right? I mean, all my friends in high school, when I, like, posted my first picture with a girl on Instagram, they all messaged me and were like, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy for you. Like, they're all super cool. But. That's awesome. Yeah, no. I haven't really. I've gained more friends than anything, and I think that's beautiful. Well, I think that just comes from, like, being yourself and, like, being able to, like, because, you know, it's all signals in, signals out, like, the mm-hmm. whole world. So I think that that, like, you know, I think that's, like, one of those things where, like, if you're putting out that confidence and all that, you're going to attract those kind of people to you, you know? Yeah. Or, like, a really great boyfriend. So, question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard that really good. Right <laughs> yeah, I just ignored it. You um, both did. Yeah, we heard it. We Assholes. were trying to ignore it. but Best friend so, and girlfriend. Uh, 
<laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn your mic off. Um, <laughs> what, that's our explicit rating. Have any of your friends said anything about being with a man, a trans man? Not any of my friends that I, because I don't talk to any of the girls that I was friends with in high school. None of them, but girls that I, because let's, let's be honest, if you're a lesbian and you date somebody and you only date for like a month, you you end up becoming friends with that oh, person. God, yeah. So I'm friends with like a lot of the girls that I talk to. And I remember the first picture I posted of, like posted with him and I use his pronouns correctly because... And, you know, and they met, I had, like, four of my um, friends message me, and they were just like, so you're switching back to men now. We knew this was just a phase. And they just blew me so much crap. And I was just like. It's funny because. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I would have thought today's day and age would have changed, too, with that. But it's weird how us lesbians are, like, about bisexuals. And then now they're all nice to me. It, it is. It's weird. And, and we I feel bad because like I used that. to be that way. Right? I definitely but used to be like, that way. No, bisexuals really don't exist. They're unicorns. That's not real. That's just, no. Make right. up your mind. Because that's how I was when I when I first came yeah. out. It was either you are gay or straight, period, the end. You're right. a boy or a girl. That's all there is. Mm-hmm. That's It was cut and dry, period, the end. So that's why, you know, coming the trans wasn't a word back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming out dating a trans man mm-hmm. in today's day and age. I can't believe the lesbians still are kind of like no, that. They were, now they're nice to me because they did their homework and probably stalked him. Yeah, but Probably, though, because, I mean, really, like, they, they stopped, you know, doing anything like that. And it was they? just, yeah. Well, it was really saddening because I, when I first came out, like, I was like, oh, I'm going into this community. It's going to be just like this huge support system. I was so excited. And then all that backlash came. And I was just like, you guys are so well so uneducated. Something you're going to learn so about rude. dating women. Because um, as much as they say, like, oh, they're not still interested. Or like, oh, I just want to be friends. Well, like, they're crazy. 50% of them are still like, I'm probably going to hook up with that person again. <laughs> okay. And then. Generational, no. Absolutely okay. not. I'm friends with most of my of your exes. your generation. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, because for me, I don't have, like, I think I have one ex who I could see actually talking okay, to. Okay, demisexual oh. in my generation and your generation, we don't just go sleeping with exes or whatever when we're single is what I'm saying. I don't, I Well, never... I'm not saying I would ever sleep with that ex. I'm saying there's, like, one ex I could see having a conversation with even at this point. Because the rest of them I don't talk to because a lot of them I feel like. See, I'm friends with a lot of mine. Or be, you know, like, not super, because, you know, they weren't all great breakups. Well, and I think with mine, I have a lot of good friends that are my exes, but sometimes you just don't work out. And if it wasn't something horrible, why not? Well, but I think that's different, too. Like, generally, like, these are girls that she only dated for, like, a month. Yeah. Or, some like, of them a couple I didn't weeks. even date. Right. Or They're some girls you were just talking to. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. There's, there, I have those kinds, but I don't have, like, exes who, like, I still talk to. Funny side to note. I actually officiated um, a girl's wedding who I met on a dating site that we – met became instant friends mm-hmm. no dating ifs ands or buts and she asked me to officiate their wedding i thought that was pretty funny because we met on a dating site yeah never I mean, dated but you know i just think it's kind of easier than a craigslist ad well that's true. Oh, that's, true. True. <laughs> that's true so i don't know um so you moved down to indianapolis mm-hmm. and do you feel like do the jobs that you've had down here and everything are uh, accepting of you or do you let them know who you're dating or no, because dating Avery, like, 
I don't have to tell people I'm dating a trans man because I'm dating a man who happens to be trans. So that's not like what I open up with to people. Like I don't just that's not my first thing. I'm not like, oh, well, I'm dating a trans no, man. No, no, no. I, I, I guess like... I should have said back in Fort Wayne, not here. Um, oh. But did you come out uh, to your work as being a lesbian? Then? Well, I guess we, I should have said that. We were all very close knit. So, and so we all had each other on Facebook, and they all knew. And then when I came back, they all gave me crap for, like, not telling them that my engagement wasn't working. Because we were all very open with each other, and I didn't tell anybody. Because that's kind of the person I am. I have to make a decision in my head before I tell people. Like, I have to be okay with it in my heart before I tell people. And at that time, I wasn't. And so they are all giving me crap for not telling them beforehand. But they were all amazing. Because Fairfield was also, like, a very diverse school. Like, we had uh, we had other, like, gay assistants and, um, les- like, uh, we had a lesbian that was, well, she's still a teacher there. But yeah, unless it was a Catholic school, she's probably still there. No, it's public. Uh, I'm saying, I'm <laughs> saying. No, they're also no, cool. Nah. They're cool. You know. but, um, I had student, oh, <laughs> I had, well, I had long hair. And then I came out, and then I cut it all of off. Of course, you, <laughs> you, you had to get your gay card. You can't get it just right. looking like you're straight. I Come know. on. So I cut off all my hair. <laughs> and these fifth-grade boys that I had since they were in fourth grade, they call me over to the lunch table, and they're like, we have a question for you. And they're all, like, giggling. And I'm like, oh, good Lord. They're all, like, giggling. And they're like, are you gay? And I was just like, uh, what? And they all asked me, and I was like, that's inappropriate. And I walked away. I was like, I cannot believe a whole bunch of fifth grade boys just asked me but that. But I feel like that's the great thing about kids. They're really easy because they're just asking because they want to know. They're giggling because it's like, a, you know, that's like a weird topic. Yeah. But like Austin, like I, I told <laughs> you about, I told you about the wedding where he was like, he, he grabs on my suit jacket and then he goes, this do you have, a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he goes, do you have a penis? <laughs> and I, and I just kind of looked at him. And then I pretend I didn't hear him. And then because I didn't, you know, he, like, jabs his hands down in his groin. And he goes, do you have a penis? And he says it louder, which doesn't help the situation. But I'm just saying kids are easy because they have, like, one question about it. You know what I mean? They don't have any other detailed questions. All he wanted was a yes or no, and then he would have walked the fuck away. I know. But I we, we haven't, like, really told them anything yet, you know? So it's just kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, but I mean, but that would be the one thing that he wanted, just yes or no, and then he's yeah. fine. Kids it, are great. Uh, they're very receptive. It's yeah. funny because my my friends from when I was we've been friends since we were in f- uh, fifth we were five in kindergarten. Their kids, as soon as they were born, they're like Uncle Lisa, <laughs> and they've grown up around me. You've met one of my god kids up at be here now. Oh, yeah, and um, quite a few times. She better be there this week. <laughs> and uh, first Avery's birthday. He's headlining, uh-huh. by the way, at be here now. Um, when this comes out, this will be his birthday episode dropping on his actual birthday. Mm-hmm. Big Wednesday. Stuff on my birthday. 10 a.m. as always. <laughs> Ten. Yep, for now. Till the new year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Might change it up a little bit. We don't know. Got some big things developing. Yeah. yeah. Developing. Um, but they've always called me Uncle Lisa, and, and this was back then. So it's crazy how accepting it was in my circle, and it's still not in today's day and age in a different soul. That's what blows my mind. Well, but, you know, keeping in mind, too, that I think that, like, obviously it depends on the community you're around. But, I mean, to be fair, I mean, when it comes down to your family, I don't think Harrison thinks any ifs, ands, or buts, but Harrison's her nephew. Oh, okay. Uh, no, he asked me about uh, my ex a couple times, and I told him. The ex-fiance? Yeah, and I, I told him that we broke up, and he was just like, okay. He, and then he asked me, like, two more times after that. He's like, oh, you guys broke up. 
I'm like, yeah, we did. And he's like, okay. He only met him twice, so it wasn't really that big of a deal. And then um, I brought over a girl during the summer, and he didn't act weird. He didn't act. Harrison doesn't act weird around Avery. Nah, and either did my little brother JJ or my is, little sister. JJ is like a funny kid. He's like devious as heck. I love him. Yeah. He's so smart. But like, I mean, you, she, the none thing, of my family. Yeah. My family, my All mom nails Avery's pronouns. Yeah. It's so great. Then, so your family totally accepts him. My mom does. My sister is iffy, I think. It's new. It's different. Well, my sister acts different around him than when it's just me and her alone. And when I talk to her about him, she's like 110% supportive. And then around him, I think. She doesn't know how to act. Yeah. And then my dad is. Your dad did very well. No, my dad did amazing. Your dad did really well, actually, because I think that that, that, you know, actually her mom said it really well to me. Um, You don't always know how to handle what your kids throw at you. Um. And, you know, she was basically trying to explain her husband's behavior, but then by the time we actually sat down to dinner, and I think he was used to me being in his space, he really he, he really started communicating with me finally, and he even and he, drank. Go ahead. He even, like, Avery's hilarious, and he saw how... He's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> he you know saw what? how he made me laugh, and that's a big thing in our family. Like, my dad was always the funny man. He made everybody laugh. He always gave my mom a hard time. Oh, that's going to hurt his heart that you have a new family man in your life. I know. And so, like, Aww. I think he okay. sees that I'm laughing and I'm happy, and I think that's what really made him. Yeah. That's all any parent should want for their kid is just to be happy. Well, and I think it takes seeing it, you know, to, yeah. like, see that you can get the same happiness. And, like, you know, we talked about healthy ways to love people. Absolutely. And that they're serious. My parents have always taken everything that I've done and turned it into she's doing it because it's a phase. So I think that they – they saw at Thanksgiving that, like, it's not just a phase, you know? I hope yours isn't a phase, Avery, because uh, we might need some serious <laughs> changes to her face. <laughs> That's going to take a lot to change that face. I know, right? You can't just go, oh, I want to date a man now. Everything changed. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to go get breast implants. Instead <laughs> 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 of a, instead of a uh, double mastectomy. So, Okay, so you said you researched when you met him Mm because you were like, okay, trans, I don't know much about that. Was he the first trans man you've ever met? Mm -hmm. So this was way new. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I follow, um, like, I follow, like, a few trans men on Instagram because, you know, like, when you start following LGBT community pages, like, they pop up other pages that you might want to follow. So, like, I followed, like, I think I followed two other trans men on Instagram trans men on instagram and i saw like they're fully um, transitioned so like i saw them but i've never i never like talked to them because they're like famous oh gotcha like he's the first first person you've actually known yeah so it it is definitely different and i've known some trans people before Mm -hmm. but i've never really talked like i do with avery and i've never really been able to I would always mess up the pronouns at times, and I messed him up a lot. I even did it on stage once when he was in the crowd, and I felt so bad. And he's like, you try. 
You try. He's so open he to is, answer he, questions. He, and we're anything. talking about you in the third person, and yeah. I know you're right here. It's okay. But. I mean, I'm just, I'm just I'm not even what fly on the wall. Just talk about me. It's great. They're all compliments. <laughs> I'm fine. No, it's so easy to ask him questions. That's what That was my number one worry, honestly, because I was just like, because it, it hasn't been hard to communicate with him from the beginning. Like, from the beginning, we had great communication, and I was really scared. I was like, I don't want to offend him because I've met people that I ask them questions and they get offended. And then I'm like, well, I just ruined that. So I didn't want to ruin that with him because I didn't want to offend him. But he's literally an open book. If you have something to ask, you can ask him. And he's doesn't get offended. He doesn't no, yell. the shit I say should offend him sometimes, and it doesn't. Mm-mm. He answers questions openly. Because I don't honestly. know, and I'm stupid about shit a lot of times and say offensive stuff. But I have a question. Mm-hmm. When you went researching, when you found out, did you say, okay, I need to research, is sex different with a trans man? I mean, did you think about, like, sexual? Did you go trans, uh, did dive into what that would be, too? Did you no, research that kind of stuff? I was just, no, what I researched was just, like, what gender dysphoria was and, like, what, like, just, like, the transitioning process. And then, like, <laughs> This is gonna be TMI, I think. But we, we talked about we talked about sex before we met, and he of didn't seem. Did. <laughs> You're seem, not demisexual like I am. He didn't like say anything that made me think that I wasn't allowed to do anything. But like, or like, if anything, I just stop making that face. <laughs> it's okay. But no, Don't look at him. like look at me. But. No, because he was open from the beginning, and I was scared that I would do something in bed that would offend him, but, like, everything, it's not, No, I, just I don't know, know it's, if, it's normal, it's not any different, like, well, it's not, nothing okay, so about our relationship is I, not normal. You know, and it's like, they always said, you know, it doesn't matter what we do behind closed doors. And the only reason I asked that is because you said you researched it. So in my head, if I met a trans person that I was attracted to, I'd be like, ooh. I just figured. That part is something I need to research and figure out. I don't know. Great communication. I just figured if I did something wrong. He would tell you. He would tell me. Well, oh, God, yeah, I'm sure. So. Right? Right, like, wrong hole, wrong hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, sorry. <laughs> <slept>. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, but. Just my pinky, I promise. <laughs> just nothing back there. Anyway, um, no, I I can't say this. That it's been, Ali is the first girlfriend I've had while being trans, and then mm-hmm. you know, and um, <laughs> and I think sort of it's you know obviously my first time being a boyfriend, and it feels like it. And I think that it's that's been true since like day one. Well, because yeah. the first day I met her, she called you her boyfriend. I don't think I've ever heard you say the wrong pronoun. No. I don't think you ever did. Up. I did once, and I remember it because I felt so bad. It was the first time we met in person, and we were sitting, and I accidentally used the wrong pronoun. And like, he doesn't ever make any faces at anybody when they do. Like, it doesn't. He doesn't act like it ever phases him. And I just saw like a twitch, and I was like, crap! <laughs> no, I was like, no, 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 no. And I haven't <laughs> since. And it wasn't because, like, I looked at him as a female then. Like, it just came out, and I had no. And I've never, like like I said, like, I'm dating a man who happens to be trans, and that's how I, I've looked at it this whole entire time because I feel like if you don't look at it that way, 
then you're setting your relationship up for failure. So after his transition, do you think you'll just stay your boyfriend and let people believe you're in a straight cis relationship? You think? I mean, I do it now. Okay, so it's you, basically you just let him believe that you're in a cis relationship because that's basically kind of I mean, that's what, what it's, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Not cis, but it's going to be the yeah. same type of relationship, yeah. right? I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean, it's... You're a man I mean, it's not exactly what the church had in mind, but it is, you know, a man and <laughs> well, a woman. That's true. So, I mean. But the church also didn't have in mind that God would create us this differently, that we would feel like we're in the wrong bodies right. or whatever, right. or feel like we're attracted to somebody of the same sex. I don't think they wrote about that, even though it was probably back then, too. Well, it definitely was. You know, you I mean, know? like ancient I mean, Rome to all that. I mean,. They had Alexander like a huge, the Great. Oh, for sure. I mean, that guy. I mean, actually, I mean, you know, most of people can descend from Genghis Khan or Alex the Great because of how they had sex when they conquered. Most people are descended from one or both. Okay, that's another episode. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but okay. No, like we can totally talk about that sometime. But like most people are descended from Alexander the Great or Genghis Khan. So you're either straight or gay. Does that mean? No, because I, I, I can't. Well, you know, I don't know anything about Genghis Khan being gay, either. but who knows? You know, I, I, mean, I don't know <laughs> what when you're that bloodthirsty, I imagine you just kind of put your dick in anything. So, eh, if um, I had one, I would too. But <laughs> amen. Probably not. <laughs> not not anything, babe. But oh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I think it's great though to talk to you, Allie, and I, I'm really glad that you're open to talk about this, especially with it being your well, it's your first real relationship outside of a cis relationship, correct? Yeah. First to be in our community. Mm-hmm. First real relationship mm-hmm. in our community. Mm-hmm. So we welcome you. Thank you. Okay, that's way gay. That's way, <laughs> way gay. <laughs> if you wouldn't have cut your hair short, I don't know if you would have gotten your gay card, but... Right. No, Although, my hair's way better. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I will say, I, I, when we look at old pictures of her, like, in her straight days is what I call it, like, it's, a, you know... Ugh. To be out and to be yourself, you look entirely different. I don't wear makeup yeah. anymore. I used to yeah. do my eyebrows. I used to cake on the. I don't wear makeup anymore. I don't. A certain. Are you happier? Oh my gosh, yes, so much happier. When you look in the mirror and see your face without makeup, do you think you look prettier? Oh yes. See, I am one of those that makeup hides things. Like when women are in chemo and they wear the wigs, I'm like, take that off. You're beautiful. Your face, take that off. It's hiding it. And the makeup, I think, hides women's faces, and I don't yeah. like the fake. Because I was always hiding myself. I was masking myself, and I was never good at makeup. I never looked good in makeup. I, makeup never made me feel good. Like, some women do makeup because that genuinely makes them feel good, and that's oh, yeah. great for them. Keep doing that. Mm-hmm. But it was just all it was a mask for, for me. Because you weren't happy in your own body. Because you didn't know I didn't for sure what was wrong, but you didn't knew something wasn't yeah. what you really wanted. Yeah. That's cool. I like that because, I mean – it's makeup, but it's still putting on a mask. Mm-hmm. It's and the same thing. Mm-hmm. It is. It really is. That's that's good. I mean, don't look at me. I just never liked makeup. So. Uh, me neither. <laughs> Matter of fact, a friend of mine had to hold me down, put it on, uh, to put it on me a couple of times. Ugh. Yeah, yeah I, I the last time I wore makeup, I just remember like because it was like right after I cut my hair all off, I and uh, and I looked at it and I thought that's just weird looking and keep in mind it was also one of the first times I'm like still trying to push down that like male energy yeah but at the same time I'm like that's exactly what was like vomiting in my head you know it's like you don't like this you know well a, I, a wedding I officiated they did uh, the bridal party the Mary Kay lady came over and did their makeup you know a couple months ahead or a week couple weeks ahead of time or a month ahead of time and to practice yeah 
And they're like, come on, Sears. And I was the minister, so I don't have to do the makeup. But I was like, okay. It was their wedding gift. Yeah. Basically. So I let them make me prettified. I looked pretty hot. No, I'm just going to say. I'm, no, I'm sure. I'm sure it did. <laughs> I just, but. I feel claustrophobic with it on. Don't you feel claustrophobic? Oh, I like, just, And I can't, like, rub my eyes. Like, I, I have really long eyelashes. And I'm like, oh, like, mascara looks great on me. And now, like, I'll put mascara on and I'll rub my eyes. And I'm like, crap. <laughs> like I cannot make up anymore. I'm like, get it off of me. I look so much happier and shiny without I think, it. Now, I can't imagine you being any other way because I've met you since you've dated Avery, of course, because yeah. I met you because of that. And you are always so happy and bubbly and just full of life. And I love it because you, you are really mm. one of our biggest supporters with our podcast and our comedy. Yeah. And I appreciate you being good to him and coming along with us and helping us out with our, what we need for our comedy shows or festivals or anything and yeah. I think it's awesome so I appreciate you I obviously appreciate it I love that you came on here and are willing to talk about this because I mean it is different it was really hard to talk about being engaged for the longest time because that I don't think anybody straight washed me besides myself that was me straight washing myself the entire time but now it's been like I have my best friend I can talk to about it, and he brings a whole different light to the subject that I didn't see before. Who's that? <laughs> Avery. Oh, he's your best friend. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, didn't know if you had another one. I didn't no. know if you were talking about this dog, Kilroy, or what. No, nah, Kilroy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So this has been interesting. Thank you. And maybe mm-hmm. we can have you back um, after the new year, maybe, mm-hmm. and uh, have you back on. And I want everybody to know – Wednesday night at Be Here Now in Muncie, Avery is headlining at Comedy Underground show there at Be Mm -hmm. Here Now. Get there and see him. It's his birthday. Lisa will also be there featuring. I'll be on the show. I'm just saying you'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, You'll be here then. You'll be be there. there You'll be there then. You'll be there then. Yeah, I will be. I'll be there. You'll be there then at Be Here Now. Yes, I'm, I'm. gonna try to make people laugh and avery's gonna headline so if you guys can get up there to muncie and come see us five dollars 21 or up three if you're 21 or younger oh 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 yeah look at the promotion (laughs) on that side of the room all the time thank you allie so much if uh you'd like to be on the show or have a story to share please uh contact us on facebook on our page simply the gaze of our lives we'll see you next week Bow, 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 bow.